Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as your no-so crew goes down a little ratings war between WCW and WWF. What? Hey there, hey there Austin. Uh, this week we're on the go-go-home show for... What? Super Brawl Revenge. What? Super Brawl Revenge. Coming your way from the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, which I guarantee you will be the home of one of the AW pay-per-views next year. Just saying. Um... <laughs> So we get to uh, we're gonna mark out no so flat on the midweek war stories, but before we get to the midweek, so let's, tune in, you marks. So let's talk about Monday. But first, I am your host Joseph Lessel. I'm also here with the enforcer of the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Uh, you know what? I I don't care if it's the wrong podcast. I'm taking my win on all of them. I called it. It happened. Jeff Jarrett's the smartest man in wrestling back then, back now, whenever it then, doesn't matter. Now, forever. Yep. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what it should That's be. Right. Then now forever. My world. <laughs> and the chosen one, Mike Wibble. Then, now, forever, Slab Nuts. That's right. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Ain't I great? Goddamn. Smartest man in the room. Man, <laughs> man WWE fucked up. You lost, you lost <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and William Regal? Jesus Christ. The one guy. Oh my God. You already lost Regal. The one guy. <laughs> Who's like a cockroach? You know <laughs> Hear me out, guys. We've had a they've had a rough twenty years, right? But you know what? They're gonna turn around. We're just gonna go ahead and give AEW Adam Cole and Jeff Jarrett and William Regal. What could go wrong? Vince we have, we have Braun Strowman. <laughs> Watch Vince McMahon show up next year. Goddamn, pal. He's there for creative. <laughs> yeah. Can you cancel a show in the middle of it airing? Because <laughs> yeah. well, he walks he out. TNT would cancel that motherfucker during a commercial break. <laughs> Yeah. Just go off air. Now back to like a young uh, Sheldon. No, no, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Hear that? I'll just show an inside the NBA from like two seasons ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It'd still be good. That's a really good show. Back to young Sheldon. We all knew what rain delays and Braves games meant. Andy Griffith. Yep. It's there every it is. Fucking time. There it is. So let's go to Monday Nitro for February twelfth of the year two thousand and one. We're on Biloxi. Biloxi. I'm just trying to get it right. Biloxi. Uh, you know what? Mississippi. You know what? Fuck Biloxi. You know what? I Hold like Biloxi more. Guys, guys, guys. Come Show some respect. Biloxi, Mississippi. Because that's, you know, the what's that name from the... There was some movie in the 80s that had it in. That's how I know how you spell it or say it right. Biloxi right. Bosoms. No. Oh. That's Bosom Something Buddies. There it is. There it is. Um, I don't know. It had Ferris Bueller in the army. I don't know. Stripes? No. <laughs> That's a great underrated comedy, by the way, though. It is. Right. I mean, I mean we're willing Matthew to try. Broderick? Uh, yes, that guy. He was uh, he was in the army. He was Wild in Biloxi. <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's, the Lion King. No, B something B. It's it's a it's an alliterative name. It starts with a B. It's uh, I got you. It's like eighty eight or something. Biloxi like Bastards. Biloxi Blues. Yeah, that's what it is, Biloxi Blues. Yeah, see? I, I have no idea what that movie is. I will not show it respect. Fuck Matthew Broderick. A group of young recruits go through boot camp during the Second World War II in Biloxi, Mississippi. The Second World War II? I was like... That's what it says. Um, Did World War II was have a there, sequel? Was there a Second World War II? Doesn't that make it World War III? World War II, part B. World War II, redone. During the Second World War. Korean War, yeah. really. Remix. <laughs> the Korean War. It has Christopher Walken in it. I mean, what doesn't? In the 80s, especially. Christopher Walken is in this podcast. This is his second... This is... Ow! <laughs> this is two movies oh. after uh, Ferris Bueller. So, boom, boom, boom. 
Commentary is one, Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. But we're going to start the show off with action as we're already... <laughs> this is weird. We have a match going on as it's Dustin Rhodes and Rick Steiner just brawling in the ring. As uh, commentary says that the cat put this match together, but Flair doesn't want uh, Rhodes on TV. This match, brawl goes for about a minute until Flair comes out and stops the match and has security escort uh, Rhodes out of the arena. One thing here. Were you thrown off that one Dustin Rhodes was wearing a singlet? Yeah, he, he wore it last week, too. Yeah, it's kind of tough. I guess coming off a character like Goldust. Can't wear a full body suit. What are you going to wear? What are you going to well, look he like? Was you, wearing, gonna do? Like, you can't really go back to natural look. Right? That's, so it's like, he, that's a little before weird. Before he left, he was wearing like the black vest with red pants. Tight, th- like cowboy pants. And I think he goes back to that fairly soon. I don't remember this look lasting too long. Okay. Uh, not that anything on the show is going to last too much longer, but still. I hey, seem well, to remember... Uh, we got a promo now with Ric Flair and the Magnificent uh, Two. The Magnificent Two. With Mike Sanders. As, uh, well, we're really stretching that word magnificent if Mike Sanders is involved. Uh, Flair is about to talk, but then uh, the cat comes out. I'm the greatest. Bump, 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 bump. Uh, cat says that he has reinstated one Dustin Rhodes. As Cat says, he's going to reinstate his foot in Flair's ass and starts to head to the ring. Flair says, you know what? I've had enough of you, Cat. Tonight you're going to have a match, and it'll be for the commissionership. And I almost turned off Nitro. I'm not going to lie. I was like, nope. I'm fucking out. I am fucking tired of that. God, bye. I almost didn't watch it. As one Lance Storm show is shown on the Tron, headed to his head to the ring, as Flair uh, makes that match as, it, as it's going to be, the Cat versus Lance Storm <sighs> with Mike Sanders as the special guest referee. Hmm. Fuck, fuck me. This fucking commissioner storyline shit is like your Shane Douglas Joe and Corey's Dudley's. Like, get it the fuck away from me. Uh, I do not care who the fucking commissioner is. Oh, my God. But they sure do. Do they? You think they would pick one then? Seems like you do, right? <laughs> um, we go, we get our commentary does uh, does a rundown creepy. of what <laughs> just happened. Uh, then we go uh, backstage with Ric Flair and Chavo, and Chavo asking, "What the hell happened? <laughs> you and uh, you and my dad went down to Mexico and got El Nino." Was this dad still alive then? Yeah. Yes. No, I know what happened. Him and his dad went down to Mexico and got blotted on tequila and fucked some cor- some whores. That's exactly what happened when they went to. T- t- and then they t- left the airport. Yeah, right. Then they, looking, then they actually dropped down on it to get him. However, uh, Flair's like, you know, man, this hurts me too. Flair says Ray got got hurt, uh, got the hurt of it, and then uh, got took out the kid. Uh, Flair says that Chavo will get his hands on Ray. So let's go to our first match well, tonight. his hands on him <laughs> for the commissionership. <laughs> At least we're getting it out of the way. At least we're getting it out of the way. The Cat versus Lance Storm with Mike Sanders as the special guest referee. However, the Cat beats up both Sanders and uh, uh, Storm. He double DDTs both of them. Uh, Cat tries to use Sanders' hand to make the count, but Storm kicks out. Storm accidentally kicks Sanders in uh, with a kick. Uh, Storm sidekicks the Cat and puts him in the Canadian Maple Leaf, and Sanders calls for the bell. We have the Beliksi screw job here, folks. Uh, Storm and Sanders. Usually roll off the tongue in Montreal. He really doesn't. Honest, but. 
The Biloxi Screwjob. Biloxi Screwjob. Um, That's my name in high school. Storm and Sanders attacks the cat. Flair in the minute. Nif Seven come out and said that they're going to finish off the cat. (laughs) Uh, Nash then comes out on the Tron and says, hey, uh, hey, uh, tells him not to do that. However, he has to tell him that a lot um, because they're, you know, waiting and waiting. And Flair notices that uh, Nash is on the Tron. He's like, what are you doing? Nash is like, well, I'm in charge now tonight, guys. As then they we pan back, and guys, one David Flair has been kidnapped again. I forgot you were still there. So, so first of all, Ric Flair is the boss. Yes. Apparently he's not in charge. Yes. The cat was the commissioner, is no longer the commissioner. Apparently he's no longer in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so now Lance Storm wins. Apparently he's also not in charge. Nope, so no, Kevin no. Nash... With zero power, is yep. somehow in charge? Yes. By, by threatening okay. of, I mean, he's got his boy. He's going to, you know, he'll kill him if he doesn't get what he wants. He he doesn't have Ashley. I don't think he's a fuck about David. Oh, I guess he does. It's not like it was Reed or anything. Uh, Nash then <sighs> says, hey, as I'm in charge, I'm making a I match between Storm and the Cat yeah, yeah, for Super Brawl for the commissionership. Again. Fuck me. Vince, hurry up and sign the check. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Flair's hesitant, but he accepts the match. And I'd be hesitant uh, if I were you to say that because the one thing Vince did get from this company is a love for commissionership angles. So, but at least they stay a while. Bishop was there for like three fucking years. Uh, Yeah, but later on this year, during a whole bunch of stuff that we won't be covering, it's a little different story. Uh, Nash then gives. Tells Flair that to give Dustin Rhodes a match against Rick Steiner, and Flair's like, "He's already gone. He's already gone. No, you better find him." River, well, that's your personal problem. <laughs> Sounds like a me problem, Flair. Yep. <laughs> Rhodes, uh, he goes, "If Rhodes wins the match, Nash will get a title match against Scott tonight." Nash says that he's running the show, and if uh, if he has to beat up David to get through Flair, get through Flair's head, Nash will uh, get Steiner tonight. Didn't he already beat up David Flair? Hasn't he all beat the shit? He was, but they're gonna, he's just going to beat him up more, you know, Nash style. Uh, we go During the break, we see Flair yelling at Mike Sanders to go find Dustin and get him back on the show. Backstage, we see Tully Buffed walk, walks up to uh, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare. Uh, Tully Buff tells him that Flair has been keeping an eye on them and wants them to join the new WCW because they have the title. Um, Don't they in WCW? But the flair of WCW. Hmm. So that Take ma- sides. But, but that would make them more than seven. That'd be nine. And the name doesn't work. Yeah. You can add the name. Yeah. You can you can edit it all the time. Mm. Duh. Uh, we see Sanders looking Big for... Dust. <laughs> we see Sanders looking for uh, Big Dust himself, Dustin Rhodes. As <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Comes in and uh, Dustin tells him to get the hell out of here. And uh, tell and tell Flair that I ain't going out to that arena. Um, what? Hell yeah, brother! Let's go to our next match for the night. Is this Lash Larue versus Yang? Winner moves into the Super Brawl match. Uh, Yang walks up the chest of Larue in the corner. Yang hits a moonsault off the second uh, rope to the outside. Larue with a power slam. Larue with an over the top clothesline. Yang with a jumping spinning DDT. Larue with a pump handle slam. A pump handle sit-down powerbomb. Then he hits the whiplash, but Yang kicks out. Yang hits a corkscrew moonsault, and uh, his legs land on the head of LaRue for the win. So that's a common win there. Uh, I'm going to 
contradict myself a little bit. Oh. Spoiler alert. This is my match of the night. Oh. However, in my notes for this match, I did write the last LaRue. Not good. Uh, Yang gonna, did some heavy lifting in this match. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that you must be a huge Lash Larue mark. No, well, it doesn't help that no. they, his uh, finisher just got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but before that, he botched about sixty-five fucking moves before we even got to that point. He is not good. No, nah, he needs more reps. It's rough. Notice he didn't wrestle a lot in the Misfits in Action stuff. It was always Chavo, Ricky Morris. It's like maybe, maybe get him in the ring more yeah, often, you just, and he you wouldn't know. be. <laughs> Like, yeah. we, we hate the dude, but that, that was the same issue with Evan Craig. Just like, well, he's yeah. not going to get better if you don't get him in the fucking ring with these veterans you're, you're feuding with who can teach him how to wrestle. Right. Mm-hmm. You, Ray doesn't need the reps. Like, he's good. <laughs> Hugh Morris doesn't need the reps. Although these days, Ray, Ray looks like he needs the reps. He's a little unmotivated. I mean, you know. He didn't get his ass beat by his kid. We see uh, Flair on the phone backstage, and Sanders comes in and tells Flair that... Uh, Flair tells him that Rhodes better be headed out to that ring, and Sanders or Sanders is going to have to meet up with one Scott Steiner. Yeah, Scott Steiner time. <laughs> what the? Mm, well, Steiner says, "Hey, I have him on the ropes." Flair tells him, uh, "You're not the hero of this story. You go get Rhodes out there, or Steiner will get you." <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's a lose lose situation there for Mike Sanders. Yep. <laughs> then we come back from commercial, and Steiner, uh, Sanders is on his knees hey, praying hey, oh. to and begging Rhodes. Okay. Uh, He'll do anything. And Rhodes is like, well, if I beat Steiner tonight, he'll be reinstated. And at Super Brawl, I get a title shot with Rick Steiner for the U.S. title. And uh, Mike's like, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Done deal, done deal. We're going to mean Jim. Some fair requests, I think. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, I it's not out of the ordinary. I would have maybe held out for a little more, but. Like, I want to bang that Tory chick. Where's she at? Yeah. Story here. Get she's her back. Been, she's been gone for like six months. I figured it out. Yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> that's, personal that's, problem. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> sounds like a you problem. We go backstage with Gene, with Sean Stasiak, and Mark Jindrak and Stasiak. I have a question for you guys. Yes. Because the Thrillers broke up. Yep. But I hate just using their names for team names. Yeah. So can we give them team names? So right now I went Thrillers and Thrillers 2.0, this being 2.0, and I don't like that. It's lame. Vanillas. What are you, Kevin Nash? Vanilla Midgets? Yeah. Thank you for that one. Given off my personal star rating system, this team is perfect 2.5. There it is. Perfect 2.5. Because they're not going to rise above it. They per- may go below and it. And then the perfect thriller, thriller is 2.5. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Stasiak calls Palumbo and her idiots, and they say that uh, Stasiak is taking on Palumbo tonight, and Stasiak says that he's going to show why he car- uh, how he carried Palumbo when they were attacked him. Um, maybe he carried his bags. I don't know that he carried him. Uh, we see DDP showing up to the cat's locker room as cat's mad, and DDP tries to give him some in- inspiration speech, and this makes the cat happy. And the cat's like, "Hey, what are you gonna do about Jared?" And he's like, "I'm taking him to Bangtown." What about Canyon? Just laughs it off. I was like, he literally said taking him to Bangtown. He did. Oh I was like, that's that's God. not cool. That's what Jesus, dude. We see uh, animal holding. Could he, could he be more lame? No, I mean as DDP, Christ, no. dude. He is the lamest fucking pro wrestler ever, and pro wrestling is kind of lame. But Jesus, dude, like, what are we doing? We uh, see uh, animal. In that graphic. <laughs> we see animal holding, uh, choking Sanders in the air, and Sanders <laughs> says the job is done. <laughs> 
As Flair tells Animal he needs him around here because he's the insurance policy. Animal thought he was back at the bar in Chicago. Yeah, right. Uh, so, Spare tab. He's like, that's not the first time he's done that to somebody. Who's <laughs> <laughs> looked like that? Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> he's beat the fuck out of the frat boys at this time. Uh, our next match is Rick Steiner versus Dustin Rhodes. Uh, it's a brawl to start this match here. As it should be, really. I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> look at the two of them. Although at one point, Tony was like, I expected this to be more of a wrestling match. I was like, why? Why, yeah. why would you think that? Steiner with the Steiner line. What about these line. two screams wrestling? Jesus. Steiner with the Steiner line. They fight to the outside. Steiner. Road Steiner uh, throws Steiner in the post and barricade. Uh, Steiner with the rear choke hold and a belly to belly. Steiner then puts Rhodes in the sleeper hold. Rhodes goes for a roll-up, but Steiner kicks out, and then, then Steiner lines Rhodes' head off again. Is Braun born yet? Yes, but just. I mean, we're talking, he's like, I want to say no more than three or four at this point, if even like that. Uh, Steiner throws the ref out of the ring. There's a picture of Scott Steiner in looking just like this era. Steiner holding a little brawn on his lap all laughing and wearing some sort of hat that I, I couldn't remember sports team hat. But. So I know he's he's born, but he's, he's young. Uh. Rhodes leapfrogs Steiner, but then jumps into the ref. Uh, Should have been standing there. Rhodes hits the running bulldog, but the ref is still down. Animal comes out to uh, distract Dustin, but Dustin hits him off the apron. Then the dumb franchise comes out, knocks out Animal, and hits Steiner in the head with the cast. Rhodes hits a DDT for the win. Douglas gets in the ring and yells at Steiner. Animal and Steiner attack Douglas. Um... They're about to put his arm in another chair, in the, uh, his arm in the chair since he has one cast on. Uh, Dustin tries to make the save, but Steiner throws him out. Steiner jumps off the top rope and stomps the chair and maybe breaks the other arm of one Shane Douglas. That's got to make you feel good. Even if it's a babyface turn, that means we may not see Douglas for a while. I'm I mean, okay with that. Two broken arms. I, I was going to say, Corey, why don't you uh, remind Joe why Douglas is out here to interfere in the match? Oh, I remember that babyface turn because he helped the babyface here. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Don't also, like it. he stood on camera for about four and a half minutes. I was like, could you be too early for the spot? I mean, right. my God. Are you just starting the match as a tag partner? Like, fucking Christ. <laughs> Right. Uh, he's, we, he's, he's rusty as a big And he's like thing. Crouching behind the turnbuck I'm like you know There's just yeah. You can <laughs> see through the ropes well, Who can clearly did, see Who did it better Him or the wall When the wall came out Like I'm gonna hide On hard camp And you can't see me Even though Crouching franchise Hidden dragon <laughs> Ain't he great uh, We see Hey How dare you what, take, You know what I just heard the laugh I didn't know how, Who we were talking about How dare you <laughs> This fucking you, guy. You might get Pete Rose from the No Cell Entertainment about Hall of Fame. About to get Jeff Mack back here in a hurry. Hey, come on. Okay, got it. Uh, we see Flair uh, trying to this apologize guy. to Scott Steiner. You should apologize to Jeff Jarrett. I apologize, Jeff Jarrett. No uh, Cell Hall of Famer. Jeez. Nash then pops up on the Tron, or I mean like on the little tiny monitor, but you really can't hear what he's trying to say. Because it's like, they're legit, it's like the... I think it was a racial slur. Probably. Uh, but it's like one of the tiniest <laughs> monitors that they wanted to pick up the audio from. Sir, the that's biggest a big one screen that, TV in 2001, sir. How dare you? the monitors they had back okay. How dare you? The monitor that they were using, they are trying to use the audio off of it, and you really just couldn't hear. You, How you youngins forget? You guys are old enough to, you should remember the old days. Oh, I do. Barely. I do. I just had a rotary phone at this point. 
Me too. No, Talked about my younger days. Well, I didn't have a rotary. I, might have right, I think I think I might have the I have a rotary or the cordless phone that you come can, on. Like, even they made bring like the whole not thing in two thousand and one. They, they even made my grandparents in Florence get rid of their rotary sometime in the mid nineties. I don't know if they still had one. My downstairs, my uh, grandparents downstairs had one still. They were like, oh no, that was our main phone. Yeah. They were like, these phones <laughs> will no longer work in a couple months. You need to buy a, a cordless, a cordless, or just at least a. Touch tone. Yeah. Our next match. And my guys, grandparents fought it. Amazing. They fought the law. The law one. Oh, they law one. Yeah. They're like, well, I guess. As law does. Phone. You know, buy a new phone. Like that. Who does that song? I fought the law. The law one. Good song. Who does it? Well, which time? <laughs> like, the good one. The Bobby Fuller four. There it is. Then he ended up dead. One hit wonder. Yeah, because the lead singer ended up dead like six months later. And unexplained. To this day, it's unexplained. Like, so the law won. Yeah, the law won. Too. The law won. I'm just saying, guys. don't call it the law. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's above the law. It's like Steven Seagal. Nothing's above Steven Seagal. Because he is literal, like, snake shit. Like, just. Ouch. <laughs> just saying. But he was an exit wounds. Yeah. Um, and I was Marilyn Monroe. About that. Yeah. I love that movie. Exit Rooms? Yeah. Awesome. It's so bad. Have, it's such a terrible I know, movie. I know. I love it so much. Have you heard, like, all the shit about, like, Steven Seagal? Like, Probably, I, I know about how batshit crazy he is nowadays. Yep. Have you seen, like... Well, he's an actual cop. Uh, have you seen his karate expi- exhibitions he does? And it's like, someone's coming after him, he legit goes, like... Pushes them away and they do like a backflip. Like, yeah, he's like, grab the wrist, release the wrist, break away, like type of shit. That's all he does, and like they go flying. It's like a Batman sixties like thing. You almost pow. He does That how fast you threw your arm there on that fake punch is faster than what he does. Oh, and sir, that's core speed, sir. Well, that right core speed. Uh, <laughs> that's more than what uh, Seagal did. And then I, uh, then Steven Skull did like SNL, and someone said like how he's like the worst host ever. All, ever. And one of the skits they did was like some political thing, and it's just him like barging through the door, throwing people through the wall, and then it's like, self oil companies, you suck. And like that was it. But you know what's not it? Our next match, as it's for a qualifying match for Super Brawl Revenge, the six man four corner match, as it's prime time. It's his time. Boy, halfway through, they really gave up on this gimmick and just shoehorned the rest of them in. Yep. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Versus Kidman. <laughs> uh, prime time's on the outside, and Kidman hits a sliding uh, bulldog to the outside. That was cool. That was a cool spot. Uh, prime time with a quick German suplex. Prime time throws bar- uh, Kidman into the barricade. Kidman with the sit-down powerbomb for off the second turnbuckle for a two. Primetime with a dragon suplex for a two. Kidman with, with, with a reverse suplex for a three, two, four. Uh, Primetime tries to powerbomb Kidman, but Kidman then reverses it into the Michinoku driver. Wait. Wait, he, he reversed the what into a what? He he reverses the powerbomb, lands yep. on his feet, and then hits a Michinoku driver. You're really bad at power bombs. You get reversed into a Mitch and Ogre, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Kidman, however, hits the Kid Crusher for the win. It's a real pretty move. Really? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to defend that. No. Okay. No. Uh, we go backstage with Gene with Hugh Morris. No. As Gene says, it's more. It'll be Morris versus the Wall at Super Brawl. Somebody grew up watching the Batman TV show. Really, really liked the episodes the Riddler was on. Shout out to the Riddler. 
He was a great villain, but he just straight up that he just stole Frank Gorshin's laugh from it's Batman. Terrible dude, and that's I, all he does. I never realized till like years ago when it's like the Batman Joker, like he had a mustache. They just painted over. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't care. He would not lose that stash. Yep, uh, moneymaker. Uh, Moore says that this match doesn't have to deal with MIA. It's between the him and the wall. And then uh, Morris then challenges. Did anyone think it had something to do with MIA? <laughs> Was that confusing to anybody? I'll be honest. I've begun to tune him. It's like white noise when he's first talking. He's your Douglas? No. But okay. when he's talking in an interview, it's like. <sighs> yep. Uh, Morris challenges Chavo and the wall to a tag match as he's, I guess, now part of the filthy animals as he picks <laughs> Rey Mysterio as his partner. Hmm. Filthy. Laffy. Morris. <laughs> Laffy, terrible. Laffy is really upsetting. Yeah, that's a that's a really upsetting way to say that word. Laffy. Oh, I'm sorry. Dirty Laffy, <laughs> ass crack. That's the way he likes it. Shake your Laffy Taffy. Shake your Laffy Taffy. We see uh, Scott Steiner looking for Kevin Ash. Ask the stagehand. No answer. Well, he attacks that stagehand. Then we see Flair on the phone he again. You don't really give him time to answer. By the way. Hey, have you seen Ash? Nope. Okay, fine. You gotta, oh, you give him a second. It's a big building. Yep. <laughs> Fleur's on the phone saying he's trying to do whatever he can to save David. I think it was the wife. He's all, so, but are you? Like, feel free to walk around and look for him. Don't just stand in that one goddamn corridor. Feel free to put some fucking effort in. That's what he's got Sanders for. That's right. Jesus. We got a dramatic history of Canyon and DDP for the past year. How they were friends, they were brothers, now they're enemies. Are they good friends, better enemies? To be honest. To be fair. This did show they did have a pretty good part in place for a good feud. Mm-hmm. It's just that with one guy leaving and then the other guy leaving as soon as the other guy came back, and now they're just now back a year later. It's, yeah. It almost feels disjointed to continue it, but they did have something in place there for what would have been a pretty good feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really missed capitalizing on that positive canyon thing. It really yeah. sucks. Thanks, DDP. Let's go to our next match. is Sean Stasiak versus Chuck Palumbo. Mm-hmm. Stasiak with a gut wrench powerbomb and a power slam. Palumbo with an over-the-head suplex and then an Alabama slam as Tony calls it a sidewalk slam. Palumbo First with of all, a, Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi bomb. Uh, Palumbo <laughs> with a top rope shoulder tackle. Stasiak rolls up Palumbo, but, it's, uh, but he's under the rope, hold, holding the ropes. Ref season's like, hey, guys, uh, we can't do this spot. So then they move around. Then Stasiak rolls up Palumbo <laughs> and holds it tight for the win. And then Stasiak grabs the mic and says, I carried you, Palumbo. No. This match proved otherwise. <laughs> and your ball's so good on my neck. It's like one of those things. It's like the <laughs> thing of they do the roll-up spot, and then like he's trying to cheat, but then it's like you're under the rope, you're grabbing the rope. The ref is either going to just be the dumb ref and just do the three count or do what he's supposed to do and call it out. And then you legit go, Let's just roll you back up again. And, Shout to Rick Knox. Uh, let me grab you by the <laughs> tights and make it dirty. Whoa, whoa. Or a dirty pin, baby. That's often how I've uh, started conversations when I'm on the prowl at a nightclub. <laughs> I just said, I'm going to grab your pants and make it dirty. Filthy, dirty. Security. <laughs> Filthy, and then the animal shows up. Security. Throws you against the wall. I didn't say I had a good track record. Like yeah. That's how it usually started. Filthy, dirty security. Let's go. I just go, hey, you going to walk to your car by yourself later? <laughs> don't worry. I'll be there. Does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a whiff? I don't know. Uh, we got a promo by DDP. It's me. 
Might. <laughs> it's me, Might. W-H-I-T. E. Exo facto. I'm your boss. <laughs> Come on, number two. Come on, Stiller. Just say yes. One time. Uh, we get a promo by DDP as he's gonna Jarrett's gonna fill the bang at Super Brawl. Speaking of white noise, whenever he talks, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. Uh, then he brings up Canyon about how Canyon tried to steal his gimmick. Uh, DDP I says, did, that, in fact, and did and, it better. And it was great. Had it was muchly improved. <laughs> DDP says no one steals from DDP. <laughs> no one steals. No makes me about blood. Nobody. Uh, DDP. That's right. You know what? I'm gonna start thinking of DDP as White Goodman. Goodman. There it is. Hell yeah. That's going to help you. Hey, man, nobody steals from me. Nobody. But you did. Uh, DDP, exo facto, you did. Uh, DDP is jacked, and he's going to take out, get his hands on Canyon. This brings up Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett says that DDP should be worried about Canyon and not worried about Sunday, as DDP will fill the bang on Sunday, and that's because he will have a guitar around his neck. DDP tells Jarrett to come on down. Then Canyon tries to sneak in, but Jarrett, uh, DDP gets the upper hand and diamond cuts him. Jarrett then comes down and hits DDP with what? The old kabong. There it is. And then with the stroke. We get backstage with... Uh, I just want to take a guitar shot once from Jeff Jarrett. How fucking great I would that I don't know. Be? You just saw what Darby... You see Darby's? No. Oh, Darby got the old kabong on Wednesday, and then he's laying flat back, and you just see a big puddle of blood start to come down. It's like, oop, not the... Well, Darby probably told him to use an actual guitar. I think it looked, it looked like... Hit me with an electric guitar that's plugged in. And then only Jeff... That's right, you lay there in that pool of blood, boy. Loved it. Um, we see uh, Steiner following a ca- <laughs> We see Scott Steiner following a camera cord all the way into the locker Gee. room of Nash. Who, who could have figured that one out? Scooby, I mean, Scott Scooby, Steiner Scooby, figured it out. I mean, Rick Flair, how hard did you? That's what I'm saying. How hard did you try? He just followed a long ass camera cord. Scooby, Scooby, do Jesus are you? Christ! I, I will say this. Uh, I told you you didn't get shit about David. <laughs> That chainmail top that Medeja's wearing is working for me. I mean, whatever Medeja does is working for it's, me. It's, that's all the way live. Um, mm. But when she starts, sees the monitor. She is a roll tide. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, Nash is dragging Flair to the ring, as he does. Flair comes out and says that he's done everything that Flair, uh, Nash has asked. He just wants the sun back. Nash and Jack David Flair. No, not dead yet. Steiner comes out. Our next, don't choke on that, please. Our next, we have another show. Uh, two shows, actually. Uh, Kevin Nash. Well. <laughs> Our main event is Kevin Nash versus Scott Steiner. Nash is dominating most of the match. Well, it's a good thing they're fighting in six days. Right. We cut the flare, putting David in the uh, car and telling the man at seven to go kill Nash. And it blows up like Vince McMahon's limo. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Did, Trunnel, did Donald Trump um, call Titan or a, a <coughs> freaking CNN Towers to make sure it wasn't real? <coughs> Thanks, Donald. Yep. Steiner throws Nash in the post, then a belly belly. The Magnificent Seven finally comes out, but Chronic, the cat, and Rhodes attack them all. Nash with a side rock slam, big boot. He's going to jackknife him, but Nash comes in and uh, hits. What? Uh, Flair comes in, <laughs> hits Nash, and the ref calls for the bell. Nash jackknives Flair, and then Steiner uh, attacks Nash's knee with a steel pipe. Hmm. And that was Nitro. I actually liked it. It was entertaining. That was a good Nitro. It was a good last little segment. Uh, I mean, they're building to a good match pay-per-view. They need to stop interacting. Like, that's where the Triple H also makes sense. Like, they're keeping them away from each other, so you pay to see the interaction. That'd be great here. <laughs> 
It is interesting that there's been a lot of Steiner versus Nash main events on the road to Steiner versus Nash. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> and I'm guessing the match, pretty much what you just saw. It's pretty much what they can do. <laughs> and this yeah. is 2001, Nash and Steiner. Sweet. What? Let's go to our, our next show, Monday Night Raw, uh, February 12, 2001. We're in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Oh, God. Fucking Meadowlands. Get that Meadowlands. shit the fuck out of here. That Commentary garbage team arena. is one JR and Jerry the King Lawler. Ugh. We start the show off with uh, Triple H and Stephanie. And, you know, Triple H talks about how uh, people smell here and why they always have to come here. <laughs> um, Triple H is confused about tonight's match as he understands that Vince is, or has been doing what he could to keep Triple H and Austin separated from the pay-per-view. Triple H doesn't know why Vince picked The Rock to wrestle for Triple H. He gets why Rikishi is picked because... Rikishi ran over Austin. Um, Rock won't be represent as he tells the fans. The Rock won't be representing the people. He will be representing Triple H. I like Jerry Lawler. He was like, "Yeah, it'll be the the game's eyebrow and the game elbow." And Jr. was like, "God damn it, <laughs> you shut up." <laughs> Triple H says that he has some ideas for the stipulations that Austin wouldn't believe uh, the ideas that he has. Triple H tells the Rock to get the job done. Or, uh, and don't do anything stupid. Rock comes out, asks Triple H, uh, not to be stupid, from the man who married the biggest slut in the hemisphere. Ooh. Rock says he doesn't care about Triple H's dumb stipulations. Rock says he, he has his own match at No Way Out, and that's for the title. And the Rock guarantees that he will be winning the title. Uh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. There it is. Guaranteed. Thank you. Rock wants to know what type of stipulations. Uh, not the winner gets five minutes with Stephanie. Everyone's had that. Stipulation one, Triple H running his mouth. Rock will leave and get ready for his... T- uh, or stop running his mouth. And Rock will leave and get ready for his uh, match tonight. Step two, Triple H keeps running his mouth. Rock will go down there and kick Triple H's candy ass. Stephanie begins to, like, hey, you can't, what, the, who the hell? All right, that's mean stipulation number two. <laughs> Rock heads down to the ring, but Rikishi comes out. Uh, Rikishi says a lot of hit and run puns. I'm a bad man. He's a bad man who with a bad wheel and, you know, steer here, steer there. Uh, and I was like... This like doesn't work for Rikishi. Like it doesn't. these like terrible pun like would be funny for the Rock to use. Like this, these are dumb from him. Yeah, these are like jokes that they asked the Rock to do, and he's like, "I'm not doing that." He ain't verified there. Uh, does a lot of puns, and then the Rock, uh, then Stone Cold comes out. He what? <laughs> Stone Cold comes out as he first flips off uh, Triple H if he doesn't understand. Since it's it's a hard time for tri- Triple H to understand things. It's a bright jacket. Uh, Austin tells Rikishi that he's one funny wearing di- diaper, uh, one wearing uh, diaper, son of a bitch. As uh, Austin's like, got I got there one of these days. Austin's like, you know what? I'm not gonna get hot. You can make as many jokes as you want because you're representing me. But once that bell end, uh, once the bell uh, rings and the match is over and you won me the match, I'll celebrate by giving you a beer and then a beating your ass and hitting you with a stunner. Uh, as Austin's like, I'll be here at ringside uh, watching you. And Triple H, well, if you're going to be at ringside, I'll be at ringside to make sure The Rock wins. Then Triple H goes to The Rock and goes, you better know your role and get the Ooh. job done. Pop the crowd with that line. They're like, oh, shit. Excuse you know who didn't me? like that? Rock. Rock. Wasn't a fan of that line. Wasn't a big fan. So he starts attacking him. 
then Rikishi attacks him as Austin just lets it happen as he's at the top of the ramp. And then Triple H is going to attack The Rock. Then Austin runs back in, stops it. Rikishi then hits Austin with a sidekick. So, uh... Triple H, Rikishi, leave him laying. As usual, I liked a lot of this, but it took way too long. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes in. But I liked but what I liked did. it. I liked it. Like, I like Austin. Like, hey, man, you're representing me. I Do do whatever you want. Make those dumb car running over jokes. But once that bell is done, buddy, I'm going to whoop your ass. You know? Like, I like Triple H at the beginning. I think he just maybe went a little too. He, he, he tends to go ah. uh, too much. Just too much space. He likes like, the sound of his own voice. He's, you know. Yeah. Any politician will tell you, you know, he's he's long-winded. Yep. Let's go to our first match. The guy match, guys. Oh, by the way, uh, the bell rings for this upcoming match at twenty-one ten. So it's pretty standard for them. Yeah, yeah, it's about normal. Yep. Our first match tonight is for the Intercontinental Championship. Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Jericho. Ooh, uh, my interest is peaked. Yes, please. Fast pace to start this match. Eddie with multiple back suplexes. Eddie puts Jericho in an arm bar and then hits a brain buster. Jericho for, hits a superplex off, um, off from the top rope. Jericho goes for the line stop, but Eddie puts his knees up. Eddie goes for Hurricane Rana, but Jericho puts him in the walls of Jericho. And then X-Pac runs down and attacks Jericho and then hits an X-Factor. X-Pac made the run in, and I'll be Frank. You're, honestly, you're Joe. I'm, I'll be Joe now. Uh, I honestly forgot he was gone. Like, oh, he's back. Jericho steals my my thoughts here on SmackDown, but I'll say here because I thought it when I watched this. He really got a fresh coat of paint going from uh, green and black tights to red and black tights, and yep. that's all that changed. Still the same music. Yep. I, I'm just like, so here's a, uh, you know, build a feud one-on-one. Just, uh, here, just go out and attack him. Hey, we have a feud. Like I, uh, well, I mean, oh. Jericho's the one that put him out in October. So theoretically, they eventually on SmackDown yeah. explained, but people were like, "What? Why? Why is he here? Interrupting a, what could have been a really fun match? We're, you fuckers? Sh- <laughs> we're shoring up the mid card. Hmm, which isn't really needed, nope. considering what's going to happen. But you know, but hey, it's a pretty good mid card as it is, and then <laughs> it's about to get a lot bigger." But uh, Xbox back, guys. Yay! Yay. Is he the first case ever of, uh, I didn't miss you when you were gone, so... I'm sure he's not the first, but he's the most talked about one. So it's usually, you know, how can I miss you if you don't leave? And, well, you know, I didn't really miss you when you left, so... Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, if I could stay gone. It's, it's one right. of those things, like... You're good. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's... he's he oh, could have been happy about what's going to happen. Like, God, motherfuckers. No. These fuckers are all coming back in. Yeah. Just left this horse shit. Should have stayed gone longer. Ugh. You know. Well, you uh, know. We get a backstage dilemma shows up. It's Vince, it's Trish, and it's Rune Regal. He's the ride. We get a recap of... Uh, they trained her. We get a recap of Heat of Angle beating S.A. Rio with multiple Olympic slams. Hey, he only beat him with one, and then he gave him a second one after That's the true. match. Uh, we get a moment... It doesn't ag- take two to beat S.A. Rio. We get a moment ago of Edge Christian talking to Kurt Angle as they're planning about how they're going to go after Carson Daly after their uh, <laughs> heat experience. Cole shows up and says, Hey, S.A. Rio has challenged you to another match tonight. 
And Angle's like, what? You want to sell the match to me? He must still be a drunk Mexican. Uh, you know what he can go do? He can go find himself uh, one of his homies to be his, uh, his partner. Mexican homies. Mexican homies, as we will have a tag match tonight. You be as racist as they were, Joe. You yeah. do it. I don't want to. Angle says, I'll find a, I'm a people person. I can find someone easy. Edge Christian like, well, we would like to be your partner, but we can't since we're facing uh, Undertaker and Kane. Bod. Huh? They're facing Bod. Bod. There is. We go backstage with Rikishi. We go with Rikishi getting ready. Yeah, so then one so this was, is the camera up his ass? This no. Was, this was awesome. This was awesome. That's correct. <laughs> Triple H comes in. Got, hey, buddy. I, I got a favor for that. Favor. You guys. Just like what him, with him and Billy. Hey, man, I just got to ask you. You got to lay down for me tonight I, so I can I, get the stipulation. I don't think so, brother. No, come on. You have to. No, brother. I can do that, brother. You know what? Hey. You no know, good times, brother. No, that's fine. Okay, you know, good luck tonight, you know. Triple H gets up, pats him on the back, starts going to go brain Rikishi's uh, head in with a suitcase. He's about to, and the bathroom door opens, and it's Haku. He's like, Triple H, huh? Like, like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm just leaving. I, I was just leaving. I'm just leaving. <laughs> well, me too. That's that was, fucking, I loved it. Great. That was awesome. And then the, what was cool is that he goes and taps Rikishi on the shoulder, and they made it know that Rikishi knew what was going on. Yeah. Like, he wasn't an idiot, because yeah. that's an important part of it. Yeah. I, was I, like, oh, I, I thought that was that awesome was just because it's like he's sitting down getting ready camera angles like same spot as what Billy was and you see oh, the cool. chair because like, yeah. you wouldn't think like it's not something that comes immediately to your mind right? but these are three veterans yes who could come up with a great backstage segment like that yep it's and fantastic just right. yeah. it's so good See, Triple H is like, he's the game. He's like, I'm not fucking with Haku. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that right. shit. And it's, that, and, it's, and it's that awesome thing, too. I got somewhere to be. Look, that, at the, look at the time. It's that awesome thing, too. Like, Triple H is like, oh, I ain't going to fuck with you, dude. Like, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Later. I'm good. Later. Have, have a good night, guys. Yeah. See you guys later tonight. You know? uh, we That's see so awesome. uh, the Hardys with Lita headed to the rings. Our next oh match is a six-person match. You don't say it. Let me guess. Go on. Nope. Team Extreme. Yep. Guess those radicals. Yes, sir. There it is. Mm-hmm. I honestly, th- I for some reason, I from, I put RTC down. I'm like, it's just RTC, and then it's like radical. I mean, like, they're yeah, basically RTC, basically the same. Uh, Malenko comes out wearing. So here, I'll bring this up now. I forgot to. Uh, Malenko comes out wearing the same shirt as Eddie. Is that a radical shirt or? Oh, it's a radical. I thought it was uh, like okay. Yep. I thought it was something like outside the business. It's outside not very good. The, but, yeah, no, you know, it's a radicals one. It's Gross. a WWE radical shirt, and WWE sucks at shirts. Yep. Uh, Hardy's hit poetry in motion on Saturn. Saturn picks up Jeff and rams him chest first into the turnbuckle. Wow. Jeff with a corkscrew moonsault <laughs> to Saturn. Jeff runs off the barricade, clotheslines Benoit. Matt with a second rope leg drop to Saturn. Lita then hits a jumping hurricane rod on Saturn. Excuse me. Uh, ladder with a trist, Alita with a trista fate and moonsault to Terry for the win. As Matt's doing a crossbody on the outside to everybody else. Saturn comes in and hits Lita with a backbreaker. Malenko then shoves Saturn like, what the hell are you doing? As then he picks up Lita and then clotheslines her. Got him. I got to admit, like, this is all good. Just nothing to bitch about. But for some reason, Team Extreme is, is, is almost on the list with the Dudleys for me. Yeah. It's yeah, just like, here. Uh, same here. Take a break. <laughs> Take time off or something. Uh, like, Edge of Christian is the only one that yeah. I still enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I mean, like, to be fair. To be fair. They were always my favorite team of the three. So yeah, like, me too. Hardys were my it's favorite. It's going to take a lot to get me to the not Hard- like ENC, but... The Hardys were my favorite. 
Like at this time. Right. And I'm like, I'm at Dudley range, too. Yeah, I'm like, huh. I mean, they're not there yet. I mean, Dudley's are... They're getting close. They're getting close. Thing, they're but. getting close. Like, the ride on the roller coaster is getting closer. It's, uh, the mountain on from uh, Price is Right, it's the Polka, like, is getting there to the top of the it's mountain. It's like, I get me. it. Matt is overprotective of Lena because they're boning and everybody knows it, but they don't know it. Yeah. And they just keep going out and having feuds for no reason over her. I mean, Jeff's got to be loving this. His whole fucking career is based Mr. around Mr. Third Wheel. You know, Matt's fucking love interest. <laughs> God damn! Can I just? Somebody started drinking. What? Yeah. He's not very oozy. You know what I'm talking about? Very, very oozy. What a, what a great segment. We'll talk off the air about that, how great that great is. Great fucking segment. You're not being really oozy. Right? Do you know the? Oh my God! Do you know the extra stuff? No. You'll love it even more once you learn the extra stuff. Oh, awesome. God. Well, the Dudleys come out and join commentaries. Our next match is Edge and Christian versus Undertaker and Kane. Man, they Winner. are fucking horrific commentary. God almighty. Winner <sighs> takes on Edge and Christian at No Way Out. Hey, at least Bo no, doesn't have the Winner takes on the Dudleys at No yeah, Way Out. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, the Dudleys. Winner takes on the Dudleys. And I wrote the finish of the match now before it started. <laughs> That's pretty obvious what's going on. Well, Taker and Kane dominate first half of the match. I would hope. Uh, Kane, Undertaker, double, uh, both lift up uh, Edge in the air and just drop him. T- Undertaker takes Christian to the announce table and rips off the table and gets in an argument with the Dudleys. Flashing red lights. Christian blasts Kane in the face with a, a chair. Edge gets a two count as Edge did the slow walk o- a crawl to Kane. Kane hits Edge with a choke slam from the top rope. Pulls Edge off. Undertaker with a power slam to Christian. Undertaker choke slams Christian, but Edge breaks up the pin. Kane throws Edge into the Dudley boys, and then Dudleys go after Kane. Undertaker comes out to help Kane. Ruff throws the match, and then Edge and Christian join the brawl. So all three teams are attacking each other. It's the fourth person that's texting me that it's snowing. Uh, I'm not here. But it is. Uh, we go backstage with Michael Cole. God damn it. With Kurt Angle. Angle says he's going to pick anyone as an old lady walks by. This hey, was awesome. Hey, you want to be my partner? What? Huh? Yep, she likes to hear it. That's it. And then Raven shows up. It's like, hey, I heard you need a partner to take on S.A. Rio and someone dumb. And this is my favorite part. This is what makes it. Kurt's like, well, I have to ask her. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Are you okay with that? Huh? <laughs> You know what? Go back to pushing your green cart. You're yeah. doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> then he accepts the match. This was so good. Yep. Holy shit, this was funny. <laughs> then we go back. Uh, we get moments to go with the brawl between all uh, 16, three teams. We get a recap of Triple H braining Billy Gunn with a fire extinguisher. As uh, we get a moments to go that with Coachman Billy Gunn, as Gunn will get payback on Triple H. Hey, I guess. Hey, what do you want to do, Billy Gunn? This was a stupid segment. What the hell do you want me to do? Well, first, it was a dumb question. But second of all, Billy Gunn can cut a promo. Yeah. But, and he can scissor. but I've noticed he's he's infinitely better at cutting promos if it's something he is comfortable with. You can tell he is not comfortable with the one Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't quite know what to do because... He's one of those characters. It doesn't mean anything. Well, he's, he's just, one of those characters who made it over by being dirty. Yeah. And now you took that away from him, but expect him to stay the same level of overness. He can't do what made him over. Did you know what it is? What? It's his. This the newest version for him of the smoking guns. I'm yeah. Like, what? I'm a. I'm a cowboy. What the fuck is so this? So now he's just a, a nondescript fan favorite. Well, 
And who, not even that. Uh, yeah, who can't? Uh, who doesn't really have anything to latch it, onto? It's like so. Like he, like this promo was better than any of the ones he's been doing about China. Like, she, she should do stuff outside business. Like if you throw it to nowadays, he's so much more comfortable as Daddy Ass. Yes, he is. And he was always so much more comfortable as Mister Ass, or Badass. Even it was just some. There was something there, right? Mm-hmm. God damn it, Dan Housen. Look what you did. <laughs> God damn it. Ah, we're going with you to the Ass Ranch. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Um, we go backstage with Vince as he's telling someone on the phone to keep the medication coming, and he's going to give a Valentine, give her a Speaking Valentine's Speaking my gift language. What? And film it and show it to the fans. I guess it's going to be... Uh, her mouth said no, but her eyes said yes. <laughs> so, like, he didn't... De- like, it's weird, because Vince doesn't usually miss when he delivers something, like a promo, and he didn't deliver this right. I, like... I think he was trying to imply that we were going to watch them fuck. But that's not how he delivered it. Well, then I'm glad that's not how he delivered it. Because uh, he was supposed to get like the, oh, and people were like, what? I, for one, don't wish to see that genetic jackhammer in action. Nope. Yeah. Um, Michael Cole comes in wants to know Michael. what Vince's reaction was. Hey, I say you're coming in this office. Yeah. <laughs> he wants well, to no. know. No. He wants another reaction, which has happened with the tag team match, and well, nobody won, right? Well, nobody faces the Dudleys. Well, no, in the interest of fairness, it will be a triple threat player, as it'll be the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Brothers of Destruction. Now, uh, I hate to be the mark here, beauty the, 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 the smark, but uh, Edge and Christian are totally here to either take the win or take the fall. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Let's go to our next match. Is it's Triple H with Stephanie versus Billy Gunn. Well, I mean, either BOD wins or the Dudleys take the pins. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hear me out. BOD's going to win one way or another. Uh, Gunn with a military press and holds. Oh, tri- f- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Seriously, Joe. Sorry, the one? Calm down. It's Triple H versus the one. Bah. Oh. Bah. Thank you. We got Sorry. bits, baby. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about them bits. Uh, gun with a military press on Triple H and holds him up to me on our wedding night. in the air <laughs> before throwing him down to the mat. Triple H clotheslines Gun to the outside and throws him into steel steps. Gun with his own spine buster. Tell Mo, tell Mo did that it was better. How uh, dare you, first of all? He's the greatest spine buster of all time. I know that. Gun. You ever worry about how you're going to explain your wrestling fandom to people who might walk through the room accidentally as you're watching it? <laughs> I was, I was worried about matches like this where it's like, yes, no, I'm aware I'm watching a man obsessed with his own asshole <laughs> take on a man who oddly loves Nazi paraphernalia designs a who, lot. Who drugged his <laughs> wife's <laughs> current wife and forced her to marry I didn't know him. Ryan Sat was on the show. But I but promise it, you, sh- it's normal. Okay, this, this match is where I worry. Like, uh. yep. <laughs> Gun with a jackhammer for two. It's like, uh, what's that? Uh, who was it told the story? I think it was Sasha, yeah, because Sasha, because she, like, she loved Eddie Guerrero. And she was like, I want to be a wrestler. Her mom walked in, she's like watching Braun Payne's match. She's like, well, not like this. Like, this yeah. Not, yeah. Not this. Yeah, I want to do the rest of the guy stuff. <laughs> it's like it's like that the, the fun stuff of like back in, the, back in this day watching. And like you're watching wrestling, and then someone walks by, and it's like the Braun panic. Like your parents walk by, and it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is not what it looks like. It looks like two women in Braun panties. Well, fuck. fuck. That's exactly what it looks like. God damn well, it. Well, hang on. Watch the next thing. It's two guys in their underwear. Damn it. It's naked Midian. Well, shit. It's yep. not working. That does not work here. The next bit is the the uh, hairdresser shaving Billy Gunn's ass. Yeah. That's what so, I was going to say, right? I, I wrote down to bring it up. 
that's my issue with, with, with the Ric Flair thing, right? He should have been treated. He should have treated this thing like how Vince treated Midian with Stephanie. He showed up, a motherfucker ran out of interview and went to ch- chase the motherfucker down. Ric yep. Flair was like, I'm going to walk calmly through a corridor and yeah. maybe find him. Let me go to my office I'm and leave talk my hot headed champ to f- somehow <laughs> figure out <laughs> to follow the cord. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was like, why are you announcer? Please wear a suit. Not a good look. Maybe Steiner knew to find the hot cord when uh, Medeja stepped over it and her chainmail started vibrating. <laughs> It's trying to move because of the electricity. That was another reason. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I tried a chainmail condom once. <laughs> I got two kids. <laughs> and I got two kids, and it hurt. I got, I got this for it hurt. Well, Billy Gunn goes for the jumping neck breaker in Finisher, <laughs> but uh, Triple H reverses them. Triple H hits the pedigree for the win. Spend a little bit. You don't say. Yeah, yeah. So, Shocking. Man, that feud's over. I guess he won. <laughs> yeah. Back, back to metal with you, one Billy Gunn. The metal <laughs> one, Billy Gunn. Metal. That's right. The metal one, Billy Gunn. <laughs> we go backstage. We need a disturbed remix of the one Billy Gunn. Wow. Like, <laughs> we go backstage with... Uh, Michael Cole and S.A. Rio is asking if he uh, got somebody for their uh, tag match, and Big Show shows up. He's like, Did it work, amigo? Yep. As he will be S.A. Rio's tech partner. That seems like a problem. Just ask Raven how he feels about it. Uh, we go to our next matches. It's going to be X-Pac versus Scotty Too Hottie. X-Pac hits Scotty with a spinning heel kick to start the match. Goes to the Bronco Buster, but Grandmaster Sexy trips X-Pac. Scotty hits the worm and the, uh, the bulldog and the worm. Uh, but X-Pac got his foot on the rope. Scotty does a moonsault, lands on his knee, and commentary says that it buckled, so they're playing that off. X-Pac's like, hey, man, I've been gone for three months. I want to kick someone's ass, so... Uh, he he looks at Grandmaster and says, like, hey, tell your like pussy partner here if he doesn't want to wrestle, I want to fight you. They weren't happy about that on TV. Can't imagine why. And we get a second match. <laughs> As uh, Grandmaster Sexy hits the power slam then hits the bulldog for two. Oh, nice. The in ref. Case, in case you're wondering, this was legit. Oh, yeah? That's why. Because something else still had to happen in the match and Scotty could no longer work. That's why Sexy ended up in there. Hmm. Yeah, he was selling a bit weird. I was like, um... Well, it, he would actually be hurt here. <laughs> yeah, I, I it was like that. I was like, that looked real, but also then like once then it, it threw me off because once S-Pac got on the mic, I'm like, oh, I might be. It's a veteran, of, baby. I mean, yeah. you said the wrong word, but you know, yeah, stall over time. Uh, rep pulls Grandmaster Sexy, who were standing on the second turbo punking, punking, uh, punching X-Pac. Grandmaster then pushes the ref. X-Pac low blows Grandmaster Sexy and hits the X Factor. However, Jericho comes out to attack X-Pac. So, hold on. So right there. So before the match even started, I was like, "Well, fucking Jericho's running out." Yep. I just I wrote down. I was like, "We're back. We're just we're in a feud." Yep. Yep. Jericho like, hey, I walk you back in the hallway. Hey, you're a feud. Hits the lion salt, and then one person runs down, gets caught, stuck on the apron, stuck on the can't apron, slide in, can't slide in, and then hits Jericho with the chair, and that one person would be one Justin Incredible. No. No. Justin Incredible. No. Justin Incredible. Yeah, you've been too many ends. I know. Uh, first of all, I mean, the ECW ring is like shorter and I think a little smaller. Plus he's wearing jeans and yeah. you don't slide in jeans. Yeah. He just he got stuck. Uh, this was a big deal at the time. Crowd like, popped. Well, because it was like, holy fuck. 
Because you, at this point, was he the champion at this point? No, no, he oh. wasn't. Uh, at this point, there was nothing official. Heyman never officially came out and said anything about ECW, yeah. but there was no shows planned, and so there was a lot of rumors, but nobody quite knew anything. And so then, when you figure one of the main guys who've been pushing shows up on WWE television, you're like, oh, probably not looking good for ECW. Okay, so yes, just incredible has arrived. Um, Smart placement. Anybody who knows anything from beyond, more than the casual fan, knows the story of the unofficial sixth click guy. Mm-hmm. You know the, you know if Hunter hadn't come along, he's probably the fifth dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's PJ Palaco, who's just incredible. So to put him with X Pac makes all the sense in the world that they'd be buddies. They'd be, um, and hopefully he, which and this was the downfall. Hopefully he'll help X Pac stay clean. Which I mean, if you know just incredible history. No. That was a bit of a weird ask. But no. <laughs> I was sure. going to say a terrible pun. What? Because I was going to say it was just an incredible run-in from Jericho there. <laughs> Joe went too fast. Sorry. Just incredible and Xbox leave the ring together. And JR and King don't know what to make of it. It's like they didn't tell them that Probably that was, he was coming out. Probably not. Well, that, well, I believe that's just incredible. I fired him once. <laughs> was he uh he wasn't Aldo Montoya, was he? He, he was. was Aldo Montoya. He was Aldo Montoya. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. We go. I always get him, and uh, I always confuse him with somebody else. Max Moon. I no. told him to hit the bricks. I'm trying to think of who I always confuse Aldo Montoya with. Like I always think it's somebody else. And it's I, not just incredible. And I never could get this confirmed. Maybe maybe Skip or somebody like one of the fucking yeah. I was like, God mm. damn it! I always I heard, confuse him. There's a popular myth. I've never been able to get it confirmed or anything, but that that Jr. wanted to just fire him, but. Because of possible click connections, he was never technically on, not under contract. He was just subletted to ECW. Mm. Um, one of those deals, because by yeah. that point they were they were paying Paul like a, someone a month just to stay open. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I think by this point he was not under any kind of WWE contract, but he would be. But but for the longest time, even in ECW, he was still technically, I think, getting paid by WWE. It's a good gig. Yeah, not bad. Good gig if you can get it. Uh, we see uh, Kevin Kelly with The Rock. Rock says he's going to whip uh, Rikishi's ass all around New Jersey. Then we see Al Snow putting on a Mick Foley costume. Oh. And then we get a recap of what just happened with Xbox Jericho. And then we get an Al Snow promo dressed up as Mick Foley. Um, he says that Vince McMahon firing, firing Mick Foley was not nice, polite, or fair. And he tells Vince to come out. Vince tells Al that he can do two things. Al can leave on his own terms, or Vince will show Al Snow how to get out of the ring. This brings out Will William Regal, as uh, Regal tells Al to not to besmirch one Vince McMahon. As, and then he brings up, by the way, guys, I'm with Trish, not Vince. So uh, get it together. Uh, Regal starts to if talk. If you have to say it. Yeah, right. Vince starts to talk, uh, Regal starts to talk more until Vince McMahon low blows... <laughs> Al Snow and Regal and him attack. Oh, hold on. Yep. You say Regal and him attack. Just Regal. But Regal, like, mugs him. Yeah. I'm like, we're talking, that's like 30 punches yeah. in a row. You're going to put Roman Reigns like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Al Snow owed him money, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, we come back from commercial, and Regal and Vince are watching what they just did as they, uh, Vince is telling Regal to control his rage. And then Austin shows up. He's like, hey, I just want to see what you guys just did to, um, uh, he forgot Al Snow's name. 
checks out. That, I thought that was funny. Hey, to he, uh, to uh, him. You know. Yeah, Nick Cassidy. Wait, that it? Vince tells, uh, Austin tells Vince he has an idea for a stipulation. And when it would be uh, putting a chain around Vince's grapefruits and then putting that around a monster <laughs> truck and seeing how far that can go. Well, see you well, guys. Now, see you guys later. Now, now I want Austin to win. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird step. And then we got a WF New York with Miss Kitty dancing on a stripper pole. Her day job. Uh, then we probably see how Jerry met her. Probably. We go backstage with RTC with Steven watching this as then each member tells him like, hey, like, Tells him how the good will happen soon. This, this. I kind of like this. Because, I like this part because he's like staring at the at the monitor, and then they pan in like a head. Well, like they a, come in side to side, side like, to side, one at a time, and it's just like I thought that was cool. Like the, uh, the she's gonna get what she deserves. Pans away. This was the back to the cult shit. Yeah, yeah. this was yeah. perfect. This was really well done here. Probably was probably Steven's idea. And probably well done because they all said just a short burst and then he took care of the rest. He talked all. Yep. Talked all the time. Then we see S.A. Rio and Big Show headed to the ring. I don't know if you guys watched, well, but he had a duck. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, probably because he's we Mexican. See, we see, uh, yeah, it was S.A. Rio ducking stuff. Uh, we see Angle walking to the ring as Raven catches up and goes, Hey, man, I don't really want to do this match because Big Show's in it. And Angle's what's, that, like, what's that old lady doing? It's fine. I'll it's fine. take care of Mason Rios. You take care of Big Show. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Ah. <laughs> Classic Team Eck. I enjoyed it. You know what? You know why it worked? Because it was Team Eckish, and Raven proved during those uh, spoiled brat vignettes he could do that shit. Yeah. He could do that shit. I just love that. <laughs> what a mark. I just, I, just <laughs> loved, I just love the fact Angle does this all the time. When he has a tag team with somebody. I'll, I'll handle it. Yeah. You handle Big Show. Wait, what? Like yeah, who this was? is great. He did it. He did it again. He did it back then too. It's like with Undertaker. He's like, I'll handle, you know, Taka, and you can take yeah. on uh, Taker. Wait, what? Our next match is Kurt Angle and Raven versus. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fantastic. I'm sorry. It's Kurt Angle with Raven. Yeah, who's doing this shit all of a sudden? I think that's pretty disrespectful to a guy who's. Actually, a full-time competitor on your Same show. Same thing here. <laughs> Probably Big, Kevin Dunn. Same thing. Big Show. Whip. With S.A. Rio. Big Show chases Angle around the ring. Angle runs into the ring, and Olympic slams S.A. Rio for Raven to uh, get the cover. But, yeah, this is basically like a quick kind of like, all right, Big Show wants Angle. Raven does most of the work. Angle runs in, Olympic slam. Boom, boom, boom. I like how nobody in wrestling respects S.A. Rios. Joe doesn't even give him his last letter in his name. That's what I'm talking about. It's like... Rios? Yeah, it's an S.A. Rios. Oh. And it's, we've told you like a billion times. You're For like, over 50 years, I'll exactly. get that name wrong. Like nobody respects S.A. Rios. Well, he's not El Dandy. Well, that's true. <laughs> Jammed up guy. Uh, Raven and <laughs> Angle... Uh, but he is wearing Hoovy's old tights. You notice that? What the fuck is a Hooventude Guerrero? <coughs> hey, now. <laughs> uh, Raven attacks Big Show with Angle's help. Raven's uh, female ninja brings the weapons, and they start attacking Big Show with all of the weapons. Uh, Angle, How's that work out? Uh, not really yeah, good. Not great. Angle breaks a two by four, and it sounded how do I want to put it? Uh, plastic. It sounded fake. Yep. It still looks great. It's still a great it visual. It looks great, and the way they filmed this was perfect because with the he hit him with the fire stringer, so there's like smoke coming off. Oh, his dude, head. it's fucking perfect, dude. It's the perfect but, like, shot. All the weapons wouldn't take him down. The two by four puts Big Show down to one knee. Uh, Angle then throws Raven into a choke slam. <laughs> by Big Show runs off. It's but, like Angle's brother. He attacked you for no reason. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. 
<laughs> Let's go to our next match, and this is a match to determine the stipulation for No Way Out, as it's going to be Rikishi representing Austin and The Rock representing Triple H. So before we get into it, so legit, I, so I've never seen the match that's going to happen in No Way Out. I've never mm-hmm. seen No Way Out. So in my head, I was like, I don't know who's going to win here. Because either way, it makes sense for the stipulation for the one guy to pick it. Either way. Like, either way, if Triple H picks it, he's the heel. It makes 100% sense. You'd fuck him over. But if Austin picks it, it makes sense. Is it, it fucks with Triple H. Like, either way. Either way. It's a really good way. Yeah. It's a really good, like, match stipulation. All I know is that based on the last six weeks of TV programming, I just went into auto mode and assumed this was a number one contenders match with The Rock in it. <laughs> I mean, it might, it might be. It might be. <laughs> Rock might be in the match, actually. Play. Uh, it's the stipulation. Yeah, Rock's in the match. You have to the fight match. The Rock. Triple H versus The Rock. No! Triple H yells at The Rock before the match, and Rock knocks um, him off the apron. Subtle. Uh, Rock with a DDT. <laughs> R- uh, Rikishi with a corner splash and sidekick. Rikishi throws Rock into the barricade. <laughs> Triple H gets into the into it with Rikishi, and uh, Rikishi and, and Triple H begin to brawl. What are we doing? For over 50 years. Uh, Triple H throws Rikishi into the rock, then who flies over the barricade. (laughs) Rikishi hits a... uh, Rock hits a spine buster for two. Rikishi hits a Samoan drop, and both men are down. Stephanie gets on the apron to distract the ref as Triple H rolls in to put the rock on top of Rikishi. That was great. And then Austin rolls in and puts Rikishi (laughs) on top of the rock. A little little harder on that one. Yeah, a little tougher to do. Uh, Triple H and Rikishi are going to get into it, but Stephanie gets in between them. Then she slaps the living shit out of Triple H, uh, out of Austin. She's about to, he's about to go after her until Triple H gets in the middle of them. As all this is happening, Rock hits a rock bottom on Rikishi for the win. Triple H goes into the ring, raises the arm of the rock, and Rock looks at him like, what the hell are you doing? And then they get into it. Rikishi gets into it. Austin comes out, makes the save. As we end the show with Triple H and Austin having a stare down. You don't say. I don't say. I did say, though. Yeah. So Triple H gets the stipulation. Hopefully mm-hmm. we find out maybe this week. It's probably um, the right call. but you know, I'm, I'm guessing there'll be a long-winded promo on SmackDown to likely. explain it. What's that? What was that? It was probably the right decision to yeah. go with Triple H, but I was good either way. Mm. Yeah, it, it's either way because, like you said before, Triple H is the heel. Heels always kind of get the advantage, but it's Austin, and Austin's been fucking with him all all these past couple weeks, so could've been him. Um, I just don't like the idea. I just don't like the fact that they got involved and then they again took away from the match itself, and then like, oh by the way, the rock bottom happened in the. Corner shot of the camera that you well, have. Well, I mean, it was never really about Rock and Rikishi. Yeah, though. I know. Um, what was the better show? Raw. Hmm. I'm really kind of split this week. It's almost like a 50 50 for me. I really liked both shows. I didn't hate really anything on either show. Hmm. I'm going. I'm going Raw, but it, it's close. It's a close one. I guess I'll go raw since you guys did, but it's real close for me. All right, I'll go Nitro. <laughs> I'm flipping. Nitro. <laughs> so on this upcoming midweek, we will be marking out no selling for this upcoming pay-per-view. Should for the penultimate WCW pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. How about that word? So, yeah. I don't know what that means. The penultimate warrior. But let's go to God. ratings. Uh, last week, WCW got a 2.35, while WF got a 5. This week, WCW... 2.05. They're doing better than that. It's fucked up. That's the second show in a row after Thunder where they just nosedive for seemingly no for reason. For no reason at all. Well, WF 
4.75. So they, See, they dive too, a little bit. So both shows nosedived. This is the middle of February. There ain't shit. Is there? Football's over. Football's over. Just is basketball. There, basketball. Is, there, is there like a... Well, Hold so, on, this is the middle of February, so All-Star game? That was actually the previous week, and they had just finished it. Oh, okay. So there was nothing on. Nothing I don't, on. I don't Some know. sort of award show? That's Sunday. Maybe. Most, maybe most. we're just getting crack cocaine. Maybe. Well, maybe we should go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match. I already said mine was Yang versus Lash Laura. Yeah, I, I, that's my favorite match. I went primetime and Kidman. That was good too. Yeah. Yak match of the night. Hmm. Mine was Raven and Angle versus Show and SA. I like the interaction, but the match was, you know, not great. Hmm. I'm going uh, the six person tags. We've felt like we've had that for the past two months. Hardy's and Lita. And yeah, you know, I'm going to go with that one Radical. just because it's played out. I can't believe they're still doing the Steve Malenko Lita story. <laughs> Jesus. I had no recollection it lasted this <laughs> At least it long. moved forward, I guess. Who is your MVP? Triple H. Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner? Yep. He had a good night. He broke uh, Shane Douglas' other arm. Should have known that was coming. God damn it. I put that in my notes, sir, and I never do. I never do. And I was like, Rick Starr's my MVP. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to go with Triple H. He had a really good week. Triple H is, had a good week. But if like if it wasn't for the breaking the arm, it would have been Triple H for me. I really so liked, I liked you Kevin, could. I liked Kevin Nash a lot this week, too. Yeah. Uh, if you want, you can mark it for Triple H, but... My no, you no, you Rick Steiner, 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 you son of a bitch. Okay. Stand by. I don't fucking. I'm not Stand Donald Trump. I'll just Steiner. fucking fix the votes. Stop Jeez. the votes. I mean, I did in high school, but you know, yeah. that's another that's story. About, that's another story. Now you're talking about Tuesday. We'll get to that later. Who's your motive? Al Snow. Yeah. God Snow. damn, you suck. Can you get off TV for what? Jesus Christ, dude, he sucks. You're cosplaying Mick Flair or Mick Flair? Mick, Mick Flair. Foley? Yeah. Woo! Rick have Foley. a nice day. Rick Foley, Mick Flair, whatever. Woo! Have a nice day. Rick Foley sounds like a sound man in a country uh, yep. recording session. So I'm going to get Rick in here. Fix this uh, drum yeah. bass. Can I? Can he fix this, please? Yep. Got it. Um, WTF. Another goddamn commissioner storyline. <laughs> Fucking kill me. Well, mine's not that, but it's close to it. It's like, again... They've, I mean, they've, it's worked because of how over the two guys are, but they have managed to, I mean, the only reason it's working is they managed to draw out the who's going to be giving you the steps match for Austin for over two weeks. It feels like we've peaked and we're ready for the match. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, we need to get there, though. And then, and I think they realized it, too, is why they've been milking this, because they still have another week to go. So all right, let's just draw this out and hope it because it's 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 go time. Yeah, so like my, my my back to my real quick. So my my larger point and why I hate it so much is because the cat and Lance Storm were too good for this shit. You were wasting two really good talents on this garbage when they could be easily doing something else or just having the cat be the commissioner because he's very good at it you and using Lance Storm in a very different direction. I mean, if only they had like a TV title that wasn't thrown in the garbage. I mean, if only, if only they had that. Tough guy? Vinny Rue. Hey, tough guy. 
Um, my, fuck you up. my WTF is the commissioner. Like my WTF is WCW Monday night doing this. All right, we're gonna have a match tonight, and it's gonna be Rick Steiner versus uh, Dustin Rhodes. If they if Rhodes wins, he gets a match at Super Brawl in six days. Uh, Scott Steiner and Kevin Ash, you guys are tonight. You guys are in six days. Uh, commissionership Storm and Cat, you're six days. It's just like we're having three pay per view matches that go lo- less than five minutes or so on the card. What the hell? What the WTF? <laughs> But that leads uh, into, you know, the midweek when we mark out no-sell. So, you can go to no-sellentertainment.com. That's right, no-sellentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that, do, at, that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias, on the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook. Uh, at no-sellent or no-sellentertainment. You can find all of us personally, on the socials. You can uh, listen to all of, all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Ha <laughs> ha! And you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs>